0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Gary Thompson coming to you with episode 20. Um, this part we're going to get into, um, I know on some of my previous episodes, I, I told you, um, I mentioned that how things were starting to work for me and I wanted to make sure I was listening to the right spirit and, you know, um, I prayed and asked God to send me, some, you know, some information to validate what I'm doing. And I was online, uh, searching about, uh, law of attraction and so forth, because these things were just happening like, like magic almost. I mean, just the different things and just knowing, you know, my situation, uh, in, in December and how fast things changed in, in a year and it wasn't even a year. And I was just amazed at what was happening, but I wanted to make sure I was listening to the right spirit and, um, I was checking out uh, uh, law of attraction and so forth, and this video came up about a book called God's Secret to Law of Attraction, and I ordered that book, and it really, really provided some clarity for me. Um, one of the things I, I mentioned, I want to make sure that you know the information I'm sharing is congruent with my life and when I what I believe and 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 what I'm sharing, and I want to make sure I'm I'm sharing good information. Um, but I want to digress a little bit and kind of go back uh, to 2007 because it's all relevant to where I am today. Um, back in 2007, I mentioned that that's when I went through a, a really tough time. Uh, my house went in foreclosure. Um, my, my wife filed, uh, filed for divorce and um, um, I had to file bankruptcy. So um, a lot of. Happened and this was August of 07. This all happened in one month. And a friend of mine was telling me, I need to go see this lady. Her name is Danny Johnson. And she was a, you know, a, a life coach, business coach. Um, and you know, she was just showing people how to grow and be successful, not just financially, but you know, spiritually, you know, in relationships and so forth. So, um, we went to see her. Um, I think it was actually 2008 when we actually went, but what happened at this event, she was showing all the people that were having success and she was showing the connection of people that had God in their life and their marketplace ministry. And I have a friend who's a pastor and he used to always talk about uh, marketplace ministry and I never really understood it because I never really wanted to be a pastor or a be a minister or anything like that but the way that she explained it is the marketplace ministry is whatever you're doing if you're a mechanic uh, a barber a doctor um whatever and you're serving others um god wants that light to shine through you uh and to these people that you're doing business with and it's not about you know preaching the bible or, or quoting verses and all that um now some are called to do that but what she was explaining is God is looking for people in the marketplace to take up this information and and so she talked about you know surrendering to God at this event and she said don't worry (laughs) you know he's not gonna have you out in Russia poor and handing out bibles and stuff like that you know Again, you know, it's God allows us to use our free will and sometimes, you know, we get in trouble doing that, meaning that because it's our free will, if we're not focused on our thought, energy and so forth, we can kind of sabotage things. So knowing what she was talking about, but she was showing the common connection with people that were that were having success and they were happy. You know, she was explaining that God wants to give you the things, you know, whatever the things are for you. You know, if you want to, you know, just a a lifestyle, uh, just a nice home or, um, you know, being able to support your family, whatever that is for you, you know, and if you you want the big bling, you want the homes, the the cars, the motorhomes, whatever that is, um, and you can show that it's all tied to your relationship with God. And that spoke to me. So when I was at that event, I I surrender I surrendered myself to God and uh, and my business. You know, I said, um, you know, all my things that I do will be in line with you know um, um, a ministry, right? And and again, it was just you know I was didn't really understand what it was, but God told me, Gary, all you need to do is tell your story. That's it. You, you just tell your story and other people will figure it out on their own. Meaning that when they hear the story, my story now and going forward, um, they'll look inside themselves and, and figure out what they need to do to get themselves on track. Because, um, I will be sharing some information, uh, quoted from the Bible, but I'm not preaching to you. I'm just sharing my story what happened and, and why now i have so much peace you know i mentioned before um the way i did it before you know i could i could make it happen you know my personality i'm a leader very driven i've had uh, success in the past and so forth but the challenge was always that you know it it would kind of just self-destruct and i never knew why Uh, that was happening, and part of it, you know, as we learn in the paradigm shift and so forth, but it was my relationships and people around me. You know, God told me that I'm the only one you can trust, and that came to me when I went through my divorce. You know, um, the woman I was with at that time, I thought if we were living in 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 a cardboard box, she'd be with me, but long story short, that was not the case, and God said, I'm the only one you can trust. And so, um, we went on, things were happening and I actually got involved with a, a networking company, uh network marketing company, and we did extremely well. We grew a team, uh, pretty quickly. Um, we were doing 1.2 million a year and it all fell apart. Um, and part partially, um, I, I, never been at that position before, had that many people on a team and so forth. So I was still kind of a novice, but it was my surrounding environment, people that I was working with, um, they weren't all for what was going on. In other words, you know, envy, jealousy and so forth came in and sabotaged a $1.2 million business. And I asked God, I'm like, why did, why did I, why do you even let me live through that experience? Why did I even get to that point? And, it was all about knowing that the possibilities are there, and I had to step away from everything I was doing and start working on me because um, I needed to attract people that were equally yoked with me, people that were up being motivated, honest that was key thing that word honest uh, and really have a passion helping others because at the end of the day, if you help enough people, you're gonna get what you want I mean, that's always happened for me, you know I've always helped you know I've coached uh the little leagues I've you know helped different organizations, and it's a great feeling to give back and and I truly believe those blessings come back and it's not always through that event and because a lot of times you're not doing it to get, you're just giving back, even with this podcast, you know I'm just giving back this information to help some people to guide them and direct them to some information that helped me uh to help them so um, you know, as we continue to grow, you know, God said, you got to create a whole new network of people. Um, you know, I have great friends, great people in my life, but some of the people I was doing business with, some of the same things were popping up and God was like, you need to step away, work on you and draw the right people to you. So that's why I write in my, my journal, um, when I talk about gratitude, you know, I'm, I'm attracted and I'm attracting creative, like-minded, upbeat, create, um, creator, like-minded, upbeat, uh, financially able individuals to work with in MSI. So I'm putting that energy out, you know, like we talked about in stick, man, to attract those type of people and they're starting to show up. And these are all new relationships, all new relationships. So the exciting thing about all of this I see it manifesting daily and I'm working on a project right now, um, a business project and I'm, but I still have a commitment to follow this transition plan to completion because, um, it's important that I put this information out because the things that I learned here gave me Confirmation. I actually shared this book, um, God's Secret to Law of Attraction, with uh, a gentleman I met at the event, and he couldn't put it down. He read it all night long. It's a short read, um, but I'm gonna start getting into the books, and I'll be doing a lot of reading from it. There's two books actually, but the Law of Attraction he talks about essentially, you know, it's a biblical teaching of sowing and reaping. And, um, there's a, there's a section in here. Um, it's page, I think it is page three in here. I'm just going to read it. It says the law of attraction, is essentially a biblical teaching of sowing and reaping, reaping. Um, and it talks about, you know, uh, Galatians six, seven, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever, whatever a man soweth that shall he also reap. This is when we talk about the stake man, um, where whatever energy you're putting out, that's what you're going to get back. So put out good thought energy. You know, know what you want. Put these things out in the universe. And so when you look at science, the law of attraction uh, has to do with energy and vibration. Everything is made to vib- uh, Everything is made of energy. And we recognize certain frequencies, for example, anger, happy, uh, a bad mood, a good mood, someone who's uh, depressed. These are all energies that, uh, operate at a certain frequency. So that's why I know when, when I'm at a, a point where I'm kind of reverting back, I make sure I get into my gratitude. I, get, I um, you know, because sometimes things happen. You know, I don't get up and do it every single day. If I don't, I still do it mentally because it's now become my new normal. It's a habit um, to write these things down. So whatever you are emotionally involved with, um, that is what's in your heart. And it talks about, uh, I believe it's uh, De- Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. 3019. I wrote that down. I don't see where it is on the book here, but it talks about um, be diligent. Um, It says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of the heart, all issues of life. Again, we keep going back to the heart. You know, that heart is the core of where the vibrational state comes from. Okay. What I read right there was actually from Proverbs 4, Uh, verse four, um, Proverbs four, verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. The issues of life, again, what's in your heart, what's in the paradigm goes to the heart. And that's the vibrational state that we we put ourselves out in. So um, this information, as I continue on, I'm just going to be going through some of the pages here, of the book because, you know, the interesting thing about it when I was going through this, I said, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to present this. Uh, again, God just said, just, just tell your story about it. You know, um, there's no wrong way of doing it. Uh, so what I decided to do, I'm just going to read some of the things out of here, uh, and just kind of give you an example of what's going on in this, in, in these books that I read and how it actually helped me. So, um, at this point, I'm, I'm going to ask uh, who well, I'm actually going to read uh, from page seven here. It talks about um, the obvious question you may have is, how do I choose life and blessing? You may say things like, I never choose death. I never choose cursing. Why would I ever choose these, those things? This point is valid because many people did not consciously go out and say to God, I am going to choose to have the worst life ever. I choose to have the most problems ever. I choose to have sickness. I choose to have debt. I choose to have bondage. Of course, that is not how you make the choice. But rest assured that at some point in your life, you have made the choice by what you have chosen to accept and believe. This is the stuff we're talking about in the paradigm, you know, um, God gives us the ability to choose life or death. So our words are very important how we speak. And that's what this this book is is breaking down here. It says how you make that choice can be summed up in two points. How you choose to think, mindset, and how you choose to act. Remember we talked about acting a certain way? Um, uh, How do you view yourself? And also we've been talking about thinking, thinking, thinking your thoughts. We've been talking about that the whole time. If you have a negative mindset that is expecting the worst, expecting curses, expecting death, expecting misery, you will take on the actions to lead you to this, this forefront. So if, but it also works if you are expecting great things in your life. Um, If you're expressing gratitude, giving thanks and moving forward with, um, great self-talk. Remember, um, I can't remember what episode it was. It was, uh, um, I had to do, I called it vision talk and it's where I recorded things that I wanted in my life. And, uh, I mean, you can do that recording with your family, uh, your business, uh, partners, your relationships, and you can make, uh, write down some key things that you want or things that you're thankful for and record it and listen to it because what we're doing we're choosing life and death based on what we are you know power of our tongue and also you know what we're taking in so so each and every day you choose between life and blessing that's why in the morning it's so important that you plan your day some people plan the day at night but the whole point is you plan your day Um, you choose between life and blessing death occurs you do this um, and how you choose to think, believe, and act, doubt, unbelief, fear are all indicators that you've chosen death and curse. Faith, hope, and love all indicate that you are choosing life and blessing. That's why I write in the gratitude journal. It gets me in the right states, gets, gets me um, uh, alignment and connected to God because I'm giving gratitude. And man, it just it's, it's hard to really have a bad day when you start your day with gratitude. And again, I said it's it's not a perfect world. You know, it's not that nothing bad's gonna happen or you're gonna have a day. But you, study you, reacting to the situ- situation, you respond. You know, you think about it, and and a lot of these decisions can make or break. At uh, this part, we're gonna talk about. You know, he has a chapter in here called "Problems with the Law of Attraction," and you know, I would hear a lot of people talk about you know the Law of Attraction, give it to the universe, and all that. I always would say, give it to God. That's just what I would say anyway. Um, And, you know, you put it out to the universe, Um, but I give it to God. You even heard me say that in some of the uh, other uh, part of the podcast, but let me read from a scripture standpoint uh, when it talks about law of attraction. It says Romans one verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and, and serve the cre- cre- creature more than the creator, who blessed forever. Amen. So, the universe is not a proper substitute for God. God is the creator of the universe, and it is not the universe. It is God is uh, the universe is not omnipotent. It is limited, and as much as it is the creation of the creator, he is above the creation. And it's not to be confused with being part of it. Pretty powerful there because in our world today, they'll they'll just put universe out there so it can appear, uh, so it can uh, appeal to a certain demographic. Maybe people that don't believe in God or w- what have you, but um, these laws still stand. You know, these laws are God's laws and God has no respecter of person. So I'm going to read on a little bit here. A firm understanding of the goodness of God towards you is is vital importance in making the law of attraction work for you and not against you. The concept of benevolent creator is one of the areas that the worldly version of the law of attraction has got right. While they rarely say God in reference to the law of attraction, they do refer to the universe and they hold the universe as benevolent and good. See, This is what I'm talking about, where um, he talks about in here that a lot of people they 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 leave God out of it so they can uh, appeal to a, a whole demographic. But you know, the law of attraction will still work, but you may not be getting the results that you want fully, and most of all, happy. You know, a lot of people. I remember as a kid, I used to see people that were very successful, like you, you see people in Hollywood and so forth, and or just any lifestyle, and they, they're not happy. They got all the money in the world, but they're not happy. But when you take God out of that equation, it opens up to a lot of other things and basically self-sabotage through ego. So I'm going to continue reading. It says, With that all being said, it must be understood that the universe exists within God, Uh, Leaving God out of law of attraction, treating it like a mere force, is one of the reasons that so many of the famous law of attraction teachers are suffering from depression, divorce, health issues, and many other concerns. They try to take the shortcut on the road to life and blessings through law of attraction and end up miserable in the process. That's pretty powerful there. By trying to cut God out of the picture, the worldly law of attraction teachers have forsaken the blessing of the Lord, which adds no sorrow in it. They may enact the law of attraction to bring about many material blessings and bypassing God to serve mammon. They have left themselves without armor and opened themselves up to be hit by all the fairy darts of wicked. Often the worldly propagate the law of attraction will, take about, will talk about God as a generic source. They may even refer to him as a source. While undoubtedly true that God is our source, it is merely another attempt to depersonalize the creator and recreate him as as some impersonal force that the source of all things. God has created impersonal force we call uh, or, ordinance of law, such as gravity, We are aware of many of these laws from personal experience, but these impersonal forces were not created by an unthinking impersonal force. God is very real, personal, and loving if you choose to seek him. See, when I read that, it it confirmed with me because... Again, I would always say that you know I go to seminars. We talk about law of attraction and you know the source. Well, what's the source? I would always say God, you know, because that's where I believe all this comes from. You just don't send it out to the ether, right? The the whole process. But this is why this book really cemented some things for me. Because what I was learning, I wanted to make sure I was lining up with scripture. Um, I'm gonna read on here. I'm just gonna continue reading. It says um but the sad reason that many choose to call god things like source universe uh spirit and other less common more impersonal names of god is that they are trying to remove their responsibilities to live a righteous life to an unthinkable impersonal force then they can live however they make believe please and suffer no repercussions because they now believe that their is no personal force to hold them accountable for the wicked ways. Well, there you go. I don't need to tell you any more about that. That's where the self-sabotage comes in. You know, you start living a life and, um, you know, that EGO, ego, they call it edging God out. Um, Then you take off that armor. Anything can happen. You get involved and... You know a lot of things a lot of things that can uh, be very distracting uh to take you off course you know i looked at um again I, I i look back at and say you know what happened to my business i had well i wasn't focused on god every day and and it's not a point of you know religion or anything but um doing these simple things that i did to get me here it's just gratitude you know, uh, being thankful and not just asking God for something when you when you know when you're down and out. And I would give thanks, but now I actually give thanks and I, I, um, I ask for guidance for the day. You know, so now my relationship is becoming stronger with with God, and now I actually understand um, when things and how things come to me because I. I pray and I ask and I believe and I go to God in faith. I don't go in doubt. You know, so these things are are happening in my life to a point where I can almost predict what's going to happen because I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God to show up and and guide me to what I need to do. So the next book that came up was the uh, co-creator with God. And I forgot to give the author's name. Definitely want to give his his, uh, reference. His name is Ryan Hicks. He did both the books. God's Secret Law of Attraction. And also Co-Creating with God. Um, Co-Creating with God is another uh, part of this uh, episode. But I'm going to conclude at this time. And I'm going to talk about that uh, on the next episode. Co-Creating with God. This really opened up some things. And really allow me to work in peace and gratitude and not have to force things anymore and how to uh how to go to the source which is god to help me get through and guide me and direct me to where i need to go so until the next episode uh get that energy and we'll uh talk to you then and uh, we'll be going to co-creating with god talk to you later